Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Um, I am just... I'm beaming. I'm beaming today, even though it is pouring rain outside. I, I, a part of me just doesn't care. I'm just, I feel like such a major shift in the air. And yes, that's woo woo. But to be honest, I don't care. Um, I, I feel like there's just a major shift this time last year. Oh God, I'm going to try to say this without like getting super emotional 30 seconds into the podcast. This time last year, I was going through a really hard time. Not because my business wasn't going well, because to be honest, it was. It was um, lacking the clarity that it has now, but not because of that, not because my relationship was hard, not because family, nothing like that. I just felt off. I felt scarily off, and I was constantly worried about something's coming. Something in my brain, something in my body, something in my gut just was like screaming at me something's coming, you have to be prepared. And while I think that that could have had its ups, it instead weighed me down. It instead made me feel paralyzed with fear. And it instead made me really just scared to leave my house, which lol. Um, And this was, again, this is November of last year. So if you guys don't know when I'm recording this, this is November 10th. This is when I really started feeling it. And it went into the holiday season. It went into January. It started getting a little better in February. And then March happened. And if you're in the US, you know March was when everything shut down. I know it was a little earlier elsewhere. But it was almost like, and this is not to just flex on the fact that I'm apparently a witch. This is really just to, just to say that sometimes our bodies really know something. And to have this time a year later, my body now feeling like there's a new beginning. It feels really like springtime. I feel like we've been very much in the in the um, element of winter. We've been really hitting hard. And, you know, maybe winter's not over. Maybe this is a, a false spring as, I don't know about y'all, but the, <laughs> the springs in Chicago like to really fuck with you. They like to do uh, like, oh, you know, it's a beautiful day. It's 60 degrees. It might be sunny. There's a warm air and snow the next day. And it's like negative 20. Um, But the reason I'm saying this is because really and truly, I don't know if you guys are feeling it too. And I I hope you are. I feel like over the weekend, um, there was a collective breath taken or released and like it's actually maybe a better word. There was a collective breath released and it almost feels like there's just things that are starting to fall into place afterward. And 
I don't think that means that we're smooth sailing and we're Dorothy on the yellow brick road now. I do think that there's definitely still a lot to be done. There's definitely still um, major elements of winter that are hitting hard still. But I just, there's something in my gut, there's something in my body just feeling, feeling like, okay, like you can breathe now. And to have that stark contrast from last year where it was, I could barely make it through a day without trying to cry, like, or at least like feeling like I needed to and just some kind of release. And I was so curious and so didn't know what was going on and afraid as to what it meant. And, and then obviously March happened and this whole year happened and it was like a, oh, okay, my body was preparing me for this. And again, you might think I'm totally crazy by this. And you know what? That's fine. Because today's episode, we're not going to be talking about woo-woo. We're not going to be talking about um, feeling into our feelings and all that kind of stuff. We're actually talking about the big old G word, which is guilt. Because if there's anything I've realized, especially in the past few years of being involved massively in the personal development industry, there's a lot of guilt around perfectionists trying to do personal development perfectly. And why wouldn't there be? I love you perfectionists and trust me, I know this from firsthand experience. When you dive into a new thing you're curious about, you try to go full force, it's all or nothing. And if you don't do it perfectly on the first try, then you clearly didn't work hard enough and guilt, shame, storm. And I think that there's certain speakers, I think there's certain people who make it seem like you have to do this stuff all or nothing. And to be honest, I'm going to I'm going to really pull back the curtain a little. I used to think that. I used to really think that if I wasn't constantly doing personal development perfectly in the in the eyes of and again, personal development's supposed to be personal, but for some reason I was like, no, if I'm not doing it exactly how the greats are doing it, then I'm clearly failing. And I wasn't doing personal development personally. And It really made me think and really made me get down into the nitty gritty of why does my area now of personal development work for me? And I realized it was because I stopped putting so much goddamn pressure on myself to do it perfectly. And I've been toying around with this idea for this episode for a really long time, long before I really pivoted into working with perfectionists. And, and And I really think now is the time. Because as we enter the end of the year, and as we enter the new year, more specifically, people really like to go ham on the all or nothing attitude. And I think it makes it so much harder on yourself. I've talked about this on the podcast, but it's been a minute, so I want to bring it up here. I have a strong belief that you can work towards one goal at a time. In one area of your life, I'll say, actually. So maybe two goals at a time, one personally, one professionally. But I believe in your major areas of life, not like your finance goals and then this goal and this goal. I'm talking major areas of life, personal, professional, and maybe that's kind of combination. I know in me, in my business, it kind of is because a lot of my professional work is also my personal work, which um, I'm blessed to do. And that feels really, really unique and really special. But I think that... The element of 
you have to do it perfectly on your first try makes you feel like you have to set 15 million goals. You have to do everything perfectly. You have to eat perfectly. You have to get up at the right time. You have to constantly be thinking happy guru thoughts. You have to constantly be working towards being better every single day. And while maybe that's the goal, maybe that's the end result you're wanting to crave, if you throw your whole body into that immediately, it would be such a shock to the system that if you especially are being hard on yourself and especially if the days that maybe it doesn't happen, you're overwhelmed with guilt, you're overwhelmed with fear, you're overwhelmed with the overwhelm of how hard it is, it's going to lead straight to burnout. You are going to be so burnt out by personal development, which is something I believe in my heart of heart, my soul of souls is something that should never lead to burnout. I'm going to say that again. Personal development should never lead to burnout. Now, I have two ideas as to how you can radically change your life and radically immerse yourself in this field and still never feel burnout. But I do want to say this first, because before we go into the radicalness of this, can you tell how I feel about the word radical? Before we go into the radicalness of this, I want to first say if you are doing one thing, if you are starting to get up earlier, if you are starting to eat healthier, if you are starting to write a gratitude practice every day, that is huge. Give yourself some goddamn credit. You do not have to start radically pivoting your life in an all or nothing way. You can make two degree shifts. We talked about this, I think it was last episode. You can make two degree shifts right here and now. And that leads to that radical change down the line. We want, oh God, we want things so quickly nowadays. We get Google, we get like 15 billion results if we search the word the on Google in less than a millisecond. And it, it's just, we expect that in every other area of our life. I've talked to quite a number of people and I've listened to quite a number of interviews. It's my like drug is what I, I like to call it almost. It makes me feel more alive than ever. But everyone talks about like, and then I did this and then I did this and then I was here and then hooray. But my favorite type of interviews, my favorite type of interviews are the people who talk about how long it took, are the people who talk about how hard it was and how much they had to pivot and how much they had to readjust their strategy. Because that to me is real. If I started my business, what was that? Almost two, oh God, almost two years ago, over two years ago, Jesus. If I started my business over two years ago, and I immediately was where I was now, I'd be so overwhelmed. I'd be like, what's an email subscription? What's this? I don't know how this works and so on and so forth. And it would be overwhelming. I'd be burnt out in 3.5 seconds because our brains are literally not capable of taking in that much new information at once. Your goals and personal development are the same way. Now, like I said earlier, there's two caveats to this, but they have massive, massive steps in between, which in my coaching opinion are wildly worth it 
because this is the stuff that I, A, work on with my clients. It's the stuff that I've worked on by myself. And it's the stuff that has created the most change radically in my life. And those two degree shifts honestly do about the same amount. Like it eventually, again, this is the long game we're playing here because we don't want just quick hits. If you wanted just quick hits of personal development, go to a seminar, listen to an audiobook, go scream, I'm so happy, I'm so happy am I into the mirror for five minutes and you'll probably feel that eventually. But if you want the long game change, if you want the long game confidence, if you want the long game lack of stress or overwhelm, anxiety, guilt, however, however you want to put it, if you want the long game results, which perfectionists, I, I cannot stress enough. If you just get the quick hits, it's going to come, your old habits, your old habitual feelings are going to come right back. But if you want the long game results... I mean, A, work with a coach or work with a mentor. I'm not saying it has to be me, but work with someone because you need that outer accountability. It's You can get so much farther with anyone outside of yourself. However, if you're stubborn or if you're already working with someone, this is a really good place to go. If this episode's resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help perfectionists get clear on what it is they really want, set goals that will help them get there, and actually follow through and achieve them. If you'd like more information about my program, email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to set up your free discovery call. Now, back to the episode. So what are these two things? What are these two radical changes One, identity. If you change your identity, you change your life. Now, (laughs) easier said than done, Nicole. Here's the deal with changing your identity. It has to be a must. It has to be a decision. And decision quite literally means to cut off from. To cut off from your old identity is to decide to take on a new one. We talked about this on the episode about running. When I and my sister, we both talked about this. When we talked about letting go of that identity of I'm not a runner and shifting to I am a runner, it changed our lives. It changed how we ran. It changed how we worked out. It changed how I viewed a long run. I was able to go 10 miles and feel like, okay, that was pretty good. Whereas prior, I would go one and be like, it's so hard and it was awful. Now, obviously, that's with one area. Let's go with a totally different one. How about, hi, I'm a perfectionist. I used to cling to that identity. I'm actually going to even go more granular for myself. I'm an overachiever. I used to cling to that identity, and it also had four identities attached to it. It had over not only overachieving, but it had perfectionist. It had people pleaser. It had burnt out human beyond no belief. It had hard worker beyond any imagination. And while some of those I think could be really great, and then some of them I, I've twisted and changed to make them a lot more healthy, a lot of them were, were killing me. A lot of them were killing me on the inside. I was constantly trying to be perfect. I was constantly trying to never be sad. I was never allowing myself to feel hard things. And it was exhausting. But when I switched my identity to I am a master. Now I know that sounds like two different things, but I'm gonna build the bridge here. I am a master to me meant this stuff fuels me. 
learning and absorbing and taking on new challenges fuels me, makes me excited, makes me more energized rather than less. It means I work hard, but it means I'm proud of the work that I do. And to be honest, this might not seem like this for everyone, but to me, I am a master also meant that I took some messy action steps that led to some failures and that was okay. Now, this was a huge deal for myself, a huge, huge deal. And it took some really big gearing it into my soul, into my body, into my neurology. And I did that using a lot of personal development techniques, which to be honest, would be really hard to do on a podcast episode. So I'm going to stick to that with my one-on-one clients right now, but because it's a lot easier in a one-on-one setting. But I drilled it into my body. I drilled it into my mind. And now whenever I look at new challenges, like, I don't know, throwing up a, uh, I I threw up a uh, masterclass in literally under a week. When I looked at that challenge, instead of like stressing me out and making me feel overwhelmed, it made me feel so excited. It meant I got to serve. It meant I got to be there for my community, which it was yesterday as the time that this podcast is released. I'm releasing it a whole week early, but I'm feeling so excited about it. I'm feeling so energized about it. And if you were there, thank you so much. I hope you had fun. And if you were not, we're going to have another one. So keep keep your ears peeled and let me know how excited you are. But I, I looked at that like I am a master. I look at my coaching now as I am a master. I'm not someone who coaches. I am a master at coaching. And I help my clients master as well. So identity is huge. So if you really have clung onto the perfectionist identity or overachiever or people pleaser identity, I challenge you to look at the things that are not serving you that's under that identity and see if there's another one that you can step fully into. Seriously. Now remember, this one has a major caveat as you have to drill it and drill and drill and drill it. This could look like Getting up every single day, reading the sticky note, and jumping up and down, screaming and yelling, I am a master, I am a master, I am a master. To be honest, would a master care if their neighbors or roommates or partner heard them screaming, I am a master? Probably not. So don't be a little bitch about it. I'm kidding. Um, But what I'm saying is if you're going to change your mind radically, if you're going to change your life and your habitual emotions radically, identity is a huge thing huge thing. So that's number one. Number two is changing your environment. Um, have you guys ever heard the, the, the saying? Is it saying or study or I don't, I don't know how to, how to describe it necessarily. But whenever you're wanting to learn a new language, yeah, sure, Duolingo helps. Yeah, sure, taking a class, it totally helps. You're learning, you're, 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 you know, knowing new things, you're practicing, but if you want to become a actual, like, let's say you're wanting to learn French. If you're wanting to know French inside and out, conversational, formal, whatever you want to say, you move to France. You move to somewhere where they speak that language because you immerse yourself in that environment. This is the same way. The best things, I I love seminars. You guys have heard how much I love seminars. And if you're new to the podcast, hi, I love seminars. Like they are my bread and butter. I'm actually doing one 
in less than a month. It's virtual, of course, but I'm so excited. Oh my God, it's one I've wanted to do for 26 years, my whole life, AKA, and I'm just, I'm very, very excited. But um, I love seminars because you are immersed in a totally different environment. You're jumping up and down, you're screaming and yelling, you're moving your body. I literally did a seminar back again, virtually, back in um, July, I believe it was, and normally, you know, you think like, okay, you're at a seminar, it's like a 15 hour seminar, it's no joke. And you're sitting there for 15 hours, you'd think that maybe like, because I have a pedometer on my wrist, like, you'd think that maybe your pedometer would be like, okay, maybe a 1000 maybe steps, like maybe 200, if like you're going back and forth to the kitchen only once or something like that. I had over 20,000 steps. Because you were up and down, you're moving your body, you're celebrating, you're dancing. You were acting like a total whack job, but it's the massive pattern interrupt that makes your brain pay attention. This is the same way. So if you are wanting to radically change something in your life, let's say, I'm going to go finances because that's really a big one right now I'm hearing over and over again. So if you're wanting to radically change your finances, hang out with people who know how to control their freaking finances. Hang out with people who make a shit ton of money. Hang out with people or, and you don't even have to hang out with them. When I say hang out, that can also mean listen to their audiobooks, listen to their podcasts, listen to their interviews. How do they speak about money? Notice how this, I'm going to highlight this so hard. Notice how they speak about money. Because if you're stressed out about money, I'm willing to bet that your current environment of people speak about money as if it's heavy, as if it's stressful, as if it's angry or something to hate or something to be um, cautious about. But if you listen to people who make a buttload of money and they do something of meaning with it, you are going to radically change your neurology around money. I know this from personal experience. So that's a really great example. Change your environment. Change the things we've talked so much on this podcast about. You become what you consume. And perfectionists, this was no joke, especially for you guys. Because if you start to listen to things that empower you, burnout, overwhelm, and anxiety are not on the table. Empower is the antithesis to overwhelm. It is the antithesis to burnout. When you're feeling energized, when you're feeling excited about a new topic, i.e. money, why would you feel anxious about it? When it's filled with possibilities, anxiety, burnout, overwhelm, they have no place there. Now, I want to stop and say, you do not need to do this perfectly. When I talk about, for instance, changing your environment, I mean, listen to one talk about something that you're interested about and listen to someone who knows their shit about it. When I talk about changing your identity, I don't mean cling on to some new one and hope for the best. There's strategy to this. I mean, and here, I'm going to give you three steps right now if you are really feeling like changing your identity. One, identify what your current identity is and what the negative repercussions of it are. The reason behind doing this is you want to attach some pain to it. You want to attach some need to get away from it, basically. 
So identify what your current identity is and why it's painful or why it's not serving you. Two, what is something new? What is a new identity that feels good? And to be honest, you could list out 20 and pick one that feels good. Now, when I did I Am a Master, it flooded out of my body. But that's because it was something that unconsciously, apparently, I'd been thinking about for so long and it finally just came to the surface. You might have a similar thing. Now, if you don't, that doesn't mean you suck and you're a horrible personal development student. No, that means it's it's still there. It's still getting uncovered and it's still something to really explore. explore. If you view this as exploratory, as curiosity, rather than pressure and I need to do this now or else I suck, calm down. It's going to be okay if you just make this step-by-step thing. So listing out a few, picking an identity that makes sense to your life and makes sense to who you're wanting to be. Last week on the podcast, we talked about who you are five years from now, living into that exercise. If you, okay, pause. If you did not do last week's exercise, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I want you to seriously, it'll be after this episode, but go listen to it and fully do the exercise because that visualization, that clarity that comes out of it is life-changing. So I digress, but go do that exercise because this will make this process a lot easier. So I keep getting off track. So let me just break this down again. One, identify what your current identity is and why it's painful. Two, what is a list of new identities or one that you've been thinking about that you really are feeling attached to? And three, implement, 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 implement. This could look like putting up a sticky note that says I'm a master four different places in your house, jump up and down every single time you see it screaming, I'm a master, I'm a master, I'm a master. There's a neurological reason behind that, just trust me. Or this could look like um, putting something in your day, every day, putting something in your day every other day, every four days, every five days, every week that reminds you why you're a master. So I'll, I'll go back to the running episode or the running example. If you are a runner, you are probably someone who runs multiple times a week. So, but if you say, I'm a runner, I am a runner, and then you never run, I'm calling BS. Your brain's going to call BS. So put things in your schedule that make that identity real. Now, back to how to do this without feeling guilt. Because I want to challenge you this time, really challenge you to do this imperfectly, to not follow everything like a personal development student, like a good old, like a good old Hermione Granger personal development student would. I'm actually, total side note, but this feels important to say right now, I'm re-listening to Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban right now. And if you've read that, which I'm assuming most of you have, um, You know that Hermione is, she has a time turner. She has so many classes. She's feeling so burnt out. She's so overwhelmed. She's snapping at people she loves. She's crying. She's punching Malfoy. I mean, excuse me, she's slapping Malfoy and it's no good. And she is, it's almost as as a perfectionist coach, I'm almost like, oh dear. And obviously she, she changes out of that. But 
if there are things in your life that are making you feel like Hermione Granger right now, so overwhelmed, feeling like you're about to slap someone that, well, let me use a different example, feeling like you're about to snap at someone you love, then I I really urge you to take something off your list. That's why I'm saying at the very beginning of this episode, two degrees, two degree shifts. You do not have to do personal development perfectly. You just don't. Because if you just take one step, and I'm going to shout at goals real quick for a second. If you have one goal that makes you feel so good, that makes you feel so excited to tackle it, if you have one goal and you're feeling really ready to tackle it, you're going to start learning some things about yourself. You're probably going to change a little bit of your identity. You're probably going to have to change some of your environment to tackle this goal. But do one at a time. Just one. Two degree shifts. Two degrees makes a huge, huge difference. So moral of the story, stop putting so much pressure on your beautiful self to do it perfectly every time. You're going to fall flat on your face. Some days you're going to wake up and just feel really anxious for no reason. But the more and more you make these two degree shifts in time, the more and more you make these two degree shifts over time, the easier it is to identify why you're feeling anxious that day. And if you know why, you're able to change it. You're able to know, you're, you're aware of the reasons why. You're aware of the things that might, so maybe for instance, if you this year woke up feeling so anxious and you're like, I don't know why, I don't know why, oh my God, I have no idea. But the more and more you uncover some of this stuff, the more and more you take tiny, tiny little steps in personal development, you might realize, oh, I know why I'm feeling anxious. It's because I'm not feeling like life is certain right now. Or it's because I feel like I'm not getting love from the people I need. Or it feels like I'm not being heard. When you know why, it becomes less scary. It becomes less anxious. Because anxiety is fear of the unknown. Or fear of the future, which is also unknown. But if you become aware of it, that's the antithesis of unknown. You gain awareness in it. If you gain that clarity as to why you're feeling that way. I'm doing, I'm going on so many side tangents today. Can you guys tell that I've been thinking about this episode for so long? I really want to, I might do a part two to this because I want to talk really heavily into guilt because I think that that's something, that's just something I keep hearing over and over again. Um, so expect that coming soon, some someday. Um, but you guys, I love you. I adore you. I hope this was helpful. I hope this gave you permission to to do things messily, to do smaller things, to take smaller steps, to know that it does not have to be all or nothing, to know that it can be most other things and then one new thing. <laughs> but I want you to just, I can't, I can't tell you what that new thing is for you. That is for you to decide. That's for you to take control over. So before we wrap up today, let's do some quick segments. I got in my own way this week by being like every other human being in the U.S. and feeling so anxious, feeling so scared all of last week. And um, 
to be honest, I'm not going to even put a, I'm not even going to put a spin on that. I'm not going to even say, well, I should have been thinking this way. Well, I should have been thinking that way. No, I just let myself be anxious and let it be okay. And to be honest, it felt a lot better to not put so much pressure on myself to feel better in the moment, to just give myself permission to know that I was feeling worried, to know that I was feeling scared, to know that the unknown was really looming over us like cumulus nimbus. And just giving myself permission made it feel a little, little bit better. Obviously, I'm now recording this on the 10th. Things have turned around. Things have been more clear, more solidified. So feeling more better about that. And then last but not least, a small goal worth celebrating. Um, by the time you guys hear this, I'll have hosted a masterclass. I'm so excited to host it. It's going to be just oodles and oodles of fun. Um, we're talking all about not only just how to set goals, because to be honest, I feel like a lot of people kind of roll their eyes at that. And I'm going to teach you a better way to set goals because if you're rolling your eyes at goal setting, it's probably because you're not doing it in a very healthy or in empowering manner. But I'm not going to only teach you how to set goals. I'm going to teach you why you're not achieving them or why you're not taking steps forward. And I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited about it, if you can't tell. But I want to let people know, because obviously I'm posting this the day after the, the masterclass is launched, so I'm going to be doing another one. I'm not quite sure yet, but if you want to be on the list to know about when the next one is, send me a DM on Instagram, at lifecoachbaker, and I will add you to the list so that um, you can know when the next one is, because these are free. These are 100% free. And... No, it's not just like a webinar setting where I'm talking at you. It's going to be more of a conversation. It's going to be, you're going to have Q&A opportunities. It's a lot more hands-on than I think a lot of webinars give credit for. That's why I decided to call it a masterclass. Masterclass feels like a workshop and a webinar mixed together. And I, I love it. It's so good. So let me know if you want to be put on the list for the next one because I'm it's going to happen and I'm so excited. But I adore you all. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Now, don't forget to go and get your free five-day mindset makeover by going to lifecoachbaker.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. Until then, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.